All right, James, uh, back in it again. This is Red Sports Radio. There's a lot of news right now circulating the league, um, and it's crazy after five weeks uh, to believe that we have an undefeated Eagles team, uh, which to me is impressive. I mean, it's not like something to knock on, but they beat the Lions. They beat the Commanders. They beat the Jaguars. They barely beat the Lions. Yeah, they, they barely beat the Lions. Okay, let's go over that. They barely beat the Lions. Worst freaking defense ever in the history of the league. Has there been a wor- Has there ever been the most potent offense? Let's just stay before week four. We're not talking week five right now. Highest scoring offense, most points allowed defense. It's a shit show. Yeah. Um. But again, back on this Eagles team, man, like. Yeah, congratulations, you're 5-0. You beat three teams that I would have expected you to win anyways. Yeah. I mean, you beat, you beat the Vikings convincingly, and they're sitting at the top of the you know NFC North right now. Okay, respectable win, respectable win. And you did it in a convincing fashion, 24-7, mind you. You go out, you beat the uh, Cardinals, 20-17. Okay, respectable, you beat the Cardinals. All right, so I just got to bring this up since we mentioned the Cardinals. Did anybody else see Kyler Murray dressed like Hillary Clinton going into that game? He had the most ridiculous green woman suit on that I have ever seen. So props to you, Kyler Murray. I guess if I had that paycheck, I could probably wear it too. Uh, hey, heard the new uh, Call of Duty's coming out soon. Hopefully you don't shit the bed again this year. Hey, I got to play the beta. I actually enjoyed the game. So um, would not be surprised if his on the field is changed by this new game. Uh, with that being said, the Eagles are now sitting pretty at the top of their division, and it's, you know, starting to, to shake things up. People expect the Dallas to be sitting up there, I think, with, 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 with who they had, you know, Dak coming in, highest paid quarterback, and then all of a sudden Dak's out with an injury, and Cooper Rush comes in, he says, hey, let me start winning some games. I mean, he stepped in at the perfect time, honestly, because, well, Dak's not a winner. Um, Proven it time and time again. Jerry Jones is the moron that paid him. Um, So congratulations, uh, Dallas. You're experiencing some winning. It's a new thing for you. Um, For those Dallas fans out there, congratulations to be living in the early 90s. Um, Most of you, I'm guessing, were a little young when you actually saw the Cowboys have a winning season. Um, Texas, you got baseball going on, though, so... I mean, with Cooper Russian still, though, I guess that Texas has a football team. They do, and it's, it's it's impressive to watch. But now the decision lies, are they going to have a quarterback controversy? And if they do, that ends their season. Think of every quarterback controversy. It, it'll it, definitely it, it, end their season. I mean, if you look at it, you look at it from a simple performance perspective. The team's behind Cooper Rush the way they've never been behind Dak. Dak... Good on you. You went and got paid. Take your seat. Be the mo- be the highest paid backup in the history of the league. Again, Jerry Jones, you're a moron. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you got Dak, who's basically Kirk Cousins, who, yeah, you surround him with the talent, they're going to win. But now you have a quarterback that the team seems to believe in because they're winning games. Granted, they have an amazing defense. Yes. There is no reason with... I mean, you got Pollard playing well, Zeke's playing well, amazing receiver room, probably the top offensive line. I should be able to go in there and throw the football to freaking win games. 
And, I mean, you look at Cooper Rush the first couple of weeks throwing a C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb's getting hit in stride and dropping the ball and looking back like, what the hell was that? That's because Dak sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I respectively, I, I like Dak. I think he's a decent quarterback. I, I don't think he's going to be the one to win you a Super Bowl. I don't think Cooper Rush is either. But at this point in time, you don't have one quarterback that's going to win you a Super Bowl. You've got one guy who's winning games right now. Why would you ruin team chemistry? Take him out. Oh, from a financial perspective, you can save yourself $38 million a year. <laughs> That's how overpaid you are, Dak. Give me a break. <laughs> this man, he fired up on it, fired up. I mean, jeez Louise. That, there's a lot of spark there. And I, I would not be the one to make a decision. Like, I would not like to be the one to make that decision. What they do. Oh, I would... I wouldn't mind being one to make a decision. I mean, we would look at here's how many games you've played, here's how many games you've played, here's how many games you've won, here's how many games you've won. All right, well, we're going to go with whoever has the highest winning percentage for games started. Cooper Rush gets the win. Cooper Rush gets the win. You know who hasn't been getting a win? The Rams. They're not getting it done on the field. Boy, as a Lions fan, I'm loving it. I I know you are. I know you are. Stafford's not getting done. I got him on my freaking fantasy team, and I'm looking to trade out. I I guess he's got his best stock now than he is going to have all season long. Well, you know, you can buy a Super Bowl. Not a big surprise there. Um, I mean, we've seen a lot of decent coaches win Super Bowls. We'll just go ahead and, you know, chalk that Sean McVay onto that list of, Hey, you know, your owner was able to throw around enough dollars to make it happen for you. So, congratulations on your Super Bowl win, Rams. Um, thank you for hopefully two top ten picks this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, let's, that's great news. <laughs> so, there's another story very similar. There was a trade that happened between two teams. Russ and the Seahawks. <laughs> Russ leaves... He is not looking like the man that we thought he was going into the Broncos. I don't think he's riding anything right now. But Geno Smith is dropping dimes. Geno Smith, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love Geno right now. And then he made Russ look silly, you know, what, week one? Week one, you have Russ go to <laughs> Seattle. Talk about a Rattler. Oh, man. I was out there the week after that, and the town was still electric. Buzzing. I mean, you had Geno Smith riding the backup train. It had been how many years? Ten years since he started in an NFL game? And this guy comes out there dropping dimes. Oh, turns out it didn't matter. Russ is getting hit just as much now Gino! as he was on the Seahawks. And Geno Smith is winning games. Something that Russ couldn't do. Congratulations, Pete Carroll. You were right. You had a whiny little boy as your quarterback. Props to you. Make it happen. And let's go ahead and talk about K-9 with that 69-yard burst this weekend. Man, he just came and cut right through. I got to see him all last year do it for Michigan State. Seeing him turn up for his first uh, NFL TD, 69-yard burst through a huge gap. And, you know, it, it was just great to see. So... I like seeing the Seahawks win. Um, Seattle, if you ever haven't ever been there to watch a football game, that is a sports town. 
Go there. It is electric. You know who I thought was going to be electric? Devontae Adams. I what? thought he was going to freaking tear this league apart now with his new partner in crime. He was his quarterback before. I mean, you got to sit back and you look at it. The only thing that's electric with him right now is that charge that was just filed on him today. <laughs> After pushing somebody in the face when they lost, hey, let's at least act like gentlemen coming off the field. You make millions of dollars a year. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams, he's overshadowed by, like, everybody else on the team. I, I'm not seeing him pull off those highlight plays he had with Rodgers. Rodgers is looking more frustrated than ever. His receivers can't catch a ball. I think that was a loss all the way around for both organizations. For Yeah, for everybody involved, it was a loss. It was a loss for the players. Um, Rodgers, great QB. I don't know what Devontae Adams was thinking he was going to do going and playing with Derek Carr. Let, I mean, we brought up Dak. I talked about Kirk Cousins. Let's just talk middle-of-the-road quarterbacks this entire show because Derek Carr is right there with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Middle-of-the-road quarterback again who's not going to see the field maybe next week, maybe some future weeks to follow Tua. I mean, Tua was actually looking good. He looked like he was coming out of his show. He looked like he was trusting his team. He, he was trusting he did. his organization. He did. He, he was doing really well, and, you know, the Dolphins said, hold my beer. Watch how I can screw this up. So, again, I mean, you're, you're just in the Jerry Jones style of management there with the Dolphins. They've been mismanaged for years. So, I mean, I hope he gets better. That was a very scary hit. Um, I don't have anything negative to say with how Tua was playing this year. Unfortunate that we're not going to be able to see him play again. But, man, that dude got rocked. Yeah, he got hit hard. You know, Kudos to him for doing what he did while he was on the field. What he's able to accomplish this year, although it was only a couple games he was able to play in. Um, but I'm looking at this, this whole NFL, and it's what expectations we had going in versus what we're seeing now. They're two totally different stories. No, yeah. I mean, no one thought that the Eagles were going to be 5-0. and yeah. um, Especially after playing the Cardinals this week. I didn't see that happening. Um I mean, Tom Brady has been looking like he's going through marital strife. Um, you know, the Buccaneers, they don't seem to be there this year. We see the Rams are obviously struggling. They are not playing well. Um, them boys, you know, are Bengals. They don't they aren't quite they aren't quite there. But we do have Joe making some pretty off the wall comments. So at least we got that. <laughs> right. No, this is it's a crazy Crazy time right now, like I going into it, I I had expectations set for every team, you know where I thought they'd be, and I was nowhere. I repeat, nowhere near close. Eagles five and zero. The Bears have actually won some games within five weeks. What the fuck? Should <laughs> I, I? I I'll tell you, I, I expected us to lose almost every single game this year. I mean, yeah, and you have we're coming up on. I expected the Lions to be a better team this year than Chicago. Oh, I mean, outside of this last week, the Lions, they look good. But when you have a defense that spreads their legs like a tie hooker, it, it's not going to help you. Dan Campbell, get it together. What are you doing? Fire somebody. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it, it just, something's got to give with the Lions. 
They are making great moves offensively. Up until this last week, I thought Jared Goff may be a decent quarterback. Turns out he still sucks. Um, so that's that's really the biggest thing with the Lions. Death by inches. Death by inches. So I guess going into next week, what teams are you going to buy into more? Now as the narratives have started to shift, are you going to still continue to buy into the Eagles 5-0? and Do you think that they're going to be a big Super Bowl team? Are you going to buy into maybe the Rams turning it around after winning a Super Bowl? I don't, I don't see the Rams turning it around. The Rams paid for their Super Bowl last year. You look at the people they had on their squad, um, they were just a lot stronger team. They had a lot more weapons. Matthew Stafford does well with weapons. Of course, you know, he got to play with Megatron. Um, so, I mean, yeah, when you have a receiver like Megatron, he didn't stick around for St. Brown. But, hey, um, he had he had his weapons last year. He doesn't have them this year. They're struggling. Not much of a surprise there. Do you um, think they go back to OBJ and you think, you know, they pick up Odell again? I mean... I think if they want to turn their season around, they have to make some major moves at the, on the receiver room. Um, this week, Bills-Chiefs, I think that's the, an exciting game. Cowboys-Eagles is this weekend as well. It's a fun game right there. That is always a fun game, but, oh, man. Is Cooper Rush going to be able to pull it off again? Or are we going to see Dak come back? I hope he shits the bed. If he comes back, I hope he plays awful. <laughs> Shits the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, our Thursday night football toilet bowl. We got the Commanders versus the Bears. Let's go. So, I mean, <laughs> that's going to be freaking awful. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I think those are the two Those are the two big exciting games. You got Jaguars, Colts, another toilet bowl type game. Ravens and Giants. I do think that will be an exciting game. Um, Giants at 4-1 look pretty good. I love watching Lamar Jackson. That man is so exciting to watch. You never know what's going to happen. Oh, goodness. And, uh, yeah, I, I really hope the Ravens can pick it up. But I do think Ravens-Giants is going to be a great game. Colts, not so good. But the Cowboys-Eagles. And then we go looking at the Bills and Chiefs. Bills and Chiefs, I mean, we we very well maybe looking at, you know, that could be another postseason matchup. Dang, so... You brought one up earlier, a team, uh, the, the Colts. Yeah. That team coming into this year, if I'm not mistaken, was a very highly regarded team. Because they you know, had a chance to do something this year. After seeing what they were able to finish their year off on last year. Well, I don't know if you happen to have watched the Colts-Broncos game from this weekend. We spoke of Russ. Um, boy, what a freaking sleeper. Man, we had all field goals, no touchdowns. Nobody could move the ball. And pretty much just horrible. Yeah. We have the Colts squeak one out against the Chiefs. Shocker of the year. And, you know, somehow they're 2-2-1. Two, two and one. All right? But the Matt Ryan experiment, I, Jimmy say he's another owner that is never going to pony up. He's never going to jump out there to get the quarterback. And quite frankly, I don't know why anybody would want to stay there to play for an owner that's never going to pony up to get a quarterback, but he's going to have the entire supporting cast to win a Super Bowl. And a quarterback, a team that field general, that cannot do it. 
Should have yeah. stuck with Carson Wentz. Wentz was much better than, was it not, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Better than Ryan? I, 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 I know that for a fact. Um, damn. It, it's, it's, it's definitely shifted. Um, looking at some defense, Miami's defense. Looking good. Looking good. They're on point. They have been, though. Previous couple years, they just needed an offense. And then we started to see it, like we said earlier. Tua, he goes out. Who knows what that team's true potential is? Well, now we can see what Bridgewater... Oh, we already know what Bridgewater does. (laughs) There's a reason that he was a backup everywhere he's been. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Bridgewater, he's a good backup. He's a good guy to have come in. He seems to always find himself in this exact situation. Yeah, he he does. It's amazing. It's like, hey, I'm going to come to your team. Your starting quarterback's going to get injured. That It's like it's the Bridgewater curse. <laughs> we got to see Kenny Pickett start this weekend. First NFL start for the Steelers. Shit the bed. <laughs> Threw more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah. No, um, he did. I, yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure he did. Like, that's a statistic you can look it up. However, I still want to see more of him. Oh, yeah. I, I think he has the potential. I think the potential is definitely there. He he got thrown on a rock in a hard place where he's not going to have time to develop. Um, he looked great at Pitt. Yeah. Um, and really, he was he was a good quarterback in college. I do think he's got the pocket presence and the knowledge to be an NFL quarterback. It would have served him really well to have played under a quarterback for one to two years in the league. Um, but, hey, trial by fire. Let's go. Mike Tomlin, I think he's a great coach. Probably, honestly, one of the best coaches out there. Um, oh, yeah. And he's, he's in a great program for development. Just need to make sure he gets there. Absolutely. Speaking of development... I just keep bouncing them around. Um, Bears need to develop an offensive line. Bears need to hire an offensive line. <laughs> There's no development with the guys they currently have. That might be true. That isn't likely true. That is true. I like I like <laughs> Cody White here on that line. It, I think there's more than one player that goes on an offensive line. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Hey, development can be had. Okay. <laughs> he says, okay. So I just pulled up the numbers for Kenny Pickett. This man threw 52 passes his first game as a starter. 34 of 52, 327 yards. Not, I mean, horrible numbers, completion percentage, but he's just over 50%. But, you know, 327 yards, respectable. Zero touchdowns, how'd you do that? One interception. All right, so... What's going on here? I I think that's something that they can work with. And, of course, you're coming out against Josh Allen, who ends up 20 for 31, 424 yards, and tosses four touchdowns. Come on. Can't really beat that. I I think Josh Allen's got it. The Bills have a squad this year, and it's going to be interesting to watch how they play out for the rest of the season, too. But they definitely put a hurting on the Steelers, and the Bears' offensive line – doesn't even need to be talked about. They're awful. So whose year is it to win the Super Bowl? Oh. oh. In, in, in your head right now. As for, I mean, we've already talked about the Eagles. If they keep playing how, they, how they've been playing, I think they have a solid shot at it. We got the Bills. Um, and then, I mean, that uh, 
Kansas City, I think, is always going to be a contender in the AFC. Um, the NFC is where it's harder to, to yeah, find NFC. a team. It's hard to find a team you know, to pick one out of the NFC. I feel like there's multiple teams that we could pick out of the NFC. Yeah, I mean, there's multiple teams that we could go with out of the NFC, but I would just like to see the Eagles go for it. Or the Bills. Like The Bills just have had horrible luck as a franchise forever. And being a Lions fan, I love seeing people's luck turn around because ours never does. <laughs> well, hey, at least we got, you know, hard knocks to go off of from this season. So there's the one shining light. Fuck you, Dan Campbell. <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm ride with the Eagles. I, I, like I said earlier, though, their first five wins, three of them have come off of teams that I previously expected them to win. So I expected at least a 3-2 and two record. We're sitting at 5-0. and I mean, very well. Could be 6-0. and Especially if they start Dak. I would say that's a chalk, up, chalk that one up as a loss, Cowboys fans. Yeah. So... We're looking at potentially a six and zero team. How can we not talk about them going all the way? Like, how is that not in the topic of the discussion? So, I want to know what other NFC teams do you think are in that playoff chase? The only one that I really see: Eagles. Mm, okay, Giants. New York teams don't win. No, I, I see Minnesota. I really do. I don't know, man. I'm a Michigan State guy. Kirk Cousins, props to you. Your agent did a great job for you in getting those contracts. I think that's what gets you to the Hall of Fame. I don't think you're winning the Super Bowl, bud. I think he at least can get there. I I, I think that this year would be his year to get there. San Francisco. All right. right. Let's let's talk about San Francisco potentially getting there. Yeah. I mean, we see Jimmy G come back on the field. I mean, he was just in what? One game away last year? Yeah. I mean, San Francisco lives their life one game away. So, I mean, to see him come back and just, well, I guess he's upping his trade value because he still isn't the long-term solution. I think we know. Right. Um, so, I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to take those three teams at the NFC to be my favorites. It's going to be the Eagles. Taking the Eagles, I'm gonna take the Vikings as a favorite. Okay. And I'm gonna take San Francisco as a favorite right now. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Um, and then on the AFC, I definitely, I don't think you can discount Josh Allen and the Bills. No. Pat Patrick Mahomes, he's back at it. I think they're pretty. I don't think they're multi-dimensional the way they have been without Tyreek Hill. I think they're a playoff team. I think this week. stepped it up, though. Oh, yeah. He stepped it up, but he's not replacing Tyreek Hill. He's not. I mean, out of the backfield, though, they didn't really have a strong run presence. Now they're starting to build that presence with him, and I think that's starting to build a different dimension of the team. What happened with the Chargers? The Chargers just kind of dropped off. They're 3-2 and two currently, sneaking under the radar, but, I mean... They aren't exciting. They're boring. Herbert's not it this year. I, I don't think it's going to be his year for a couple more years. I feel like he had, you know, a great early start, you know, built a big name for himself. But I think he needs the team to develop with him. Like, he just can't be the only one to develop. Yeah, I mean, he's played, he's played great. And 
they just aren't yeah they aren't they aren't quite it i i don't know what it is about them but yeah i think the team needs to develop around herbert and until that happens it's just going to be what it's going to be and of course you got your nfc west still looking weak <laughs> um and i mean the other big thing that happened um i guess post this weekend matt rules out looking for a job we had our first coaching casualty of the year after a beautiful one and four start from the Panthers. So another team that actually had decent expectations this year, yeah, completely shit the bed. Yeah, they had they brought in you know the quarterback. They made sure you know we're gonna have our positions filled. I don't think it was the, the best built team, aside from the fact you got a top running back in the league on your team. You know that can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. He's doing it this year. Hey. Had, had, Knock on wood wherever you can find it. <laughs> but but no, like seriously, like aside from your running back, what's your team built on? Yeah. I mean you gotta have the run game to open up the pass game and they're looking great. Um unfortunately you're not gonna have three teams come out of the NFC East. Uh, although it's looking like they're very well maybe you so NFC East you got the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants. There are two losses between those three teams. That's 15 games, two losses. So, I mean, I think the NFC East is definitely, you know, that conference. It's that division this year. Hey, can't knock them. Um, And then, I mean, you know, Robert Sloan and the Jets somehow squeaked to three and two. That's something I I actually expected to hear more of about this year, you know, talking about teams being as, as far as they're going. Injuries to running backs is not something we're strongly talking about this year. Like, what what happened to the past five years where there's been a big injury in a running back position? Thankfully, we haven't had one, but it just seems off. It, it is. I think it seems different. I think they're calling the games a little bit tighter. They're watching how guys are getting hit, really trying to protect, um, really trying to protect the running backs more than they have in the past. Um, and shockingly enough. Oh, not shocking at all. They're still trying to protect the quarterbacks with some bogus, bogus calls. <clears throat> Tom Brady. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, Mr. Goat. Definitely getting some calls out there. Um, and, yeah, it's been an exciting season so far. Definitely. I I mean, if I think the Eagles could definitely pull it off. They might be able to do it. Do you think that the quarterback play for the Eagles and – hurts right now like do you think that he has what it takes to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback I think if you look at the if you look solely at the quarterback now if you look solely at the quarterback no I don't think so but it's not a one-man it's it's not I mean if you look at so he had he didn't throw for any touchdowns the last two weeks Jacksonville zero touchdowns Arizona, zero touchdowns. Played the Commanders, threw for three touchdowns. So it's it really is dependent on the defense that he's playing. But their defense is coming out. They're playing games. Um, Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma quarterback. Oklahoma quarterback. Alabama. Oklahoma quarterback. Coming out, doing well. Um, so I do – I think he – I think there is a good shot for him. He's got, you know, four interceptions on the – or four touchdowns, I'm sorry, on the year, two interceptions – um, that's not numbers that I'd say like, oh yeah, that's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. But when you look at the team as a whole, they're going out, they're finding ways to win games, and that's what gets you a Super Bowl. That's what gets you there. <laughs> you gotta win them to get there, and they're 
the best at it this year so far at winning games. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he has. He's come out. He's played well. So, it's. I guess time will tell. Absolutely. I, I think he's definitely been the steal so far of what the he was in the 2020 draft class and I think he's he was the best pick and he didn't go till late absolutely um I'm, I'm getting excited you know to see how this season unfolds as to where we started um it's crazy i i i expected more issues at the quarter or the running back situation than there was and i expect to see more shuffle to see more you know backs get to hit the field I expected you know to see Tua all year long you know I ex- you know there was things that I you know had wanted to see throughout the year and so so what are we saying now you know everybody was like oh Trevor Lawrence all right we're, we're gonna jump onto this subject Trevor Lawrence Jaguars quarterback everybody blamed um Urban Meyer last year oh it's the coach it's now he's struggling again under a different coaching staff not playing well. Now, oh, well, we're behind him even through his struggles. When are we going to admit, like, hey, all right. He's not your guy. You're not. Sorry, you were. everybody thought you were coming in. Turns out that's untrue. You know, um, we look at last week. He's zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Week before that against Philadelphia, two touchdowns, one interception. Against the Chargers, three. So he's eight and four. Eight touchdowns. Four interceptions on the season. For his career so far, he's 20 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. So, I mean, we saw one week where he definitely kind of turned that around, but then he's back into his old ways of throwing inter- more interceptions than touchdowns. So, where are we gonna, when are we going to rubber meet the road and say, hey, all right, you need to do something to develop a little bit more. You're probably not ready to play at this level. Yeah, uh, first of all, Urban Meyer was definitely not helping his situation at all. With that being said, I also don't believe that he's that man at all. Like for that team, I don't think he. I don't think he's right for any team, honestly. Like I, I, I think he's a very good backup, a solid backup. You need someone, you know, your quarterback goes down. You, you need the last five minutes in the game. I think he can put together one drive. One drive is all I'm saying. He can put together. If he doesn't throw an interception. If he doesn't throw throw a pick, at least keep your team alive. You know, for a little bit. I, I, I think he. Build, you know, I, I just don't think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's sunshine from Remember the Titans. Everybody's going to love him because he's got that sunshine look from Remember the Titans. But, unfortunately, sunshine knew how to throw the football. Throw the football. Um, another person that we can talk about from last year's draft class that came out, um, Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall pick. Yeah. Not getting to the quarterback. Not causing pressure. Horrible. And I think that kind of comes down to, hey, nobody even looked at him at the college level until after they beat Ohio State. Kenneth Walker, now playing for the Seahawks, ran five right past the guy. Five touchdowns right past him. No one talked about Aiden Hutchinson until they beat Ohio State. Oh, and guess what? Media really pumped him up after that. Ended up going two overall. Lions, way to take the bait, idiots. <laughs> Complete bust. He's got to turn something around. Um, I mean, we look at it. Thibodeau playing really well. Yeah. Um, uh, who's the other guy? 
not Singletary, injured. But I mean, there's been a lot of there's just been a lot of back and forth on it, and I mean, we'll have to wait and see. So yeah, it's I. I like how this class of rookies is, is developing. I think, you know, we, there's still more to see out of these guys. <coughs> Obviously, it's year one for them. There's a lot more to see. Well, I mean, you look at Chris Olave, obviously down with a concussion in concussion protocol now. He looked nice. He's looking good. We're going to see uh, James, or Jameson Williams come out. Um, yeah. Who knows when he's going to be back. Um, I mean, we're... Some great receivers out of last year's class that we're going to get to see play some more. Absolutely. Um, we're seeing Kenny Pickett coming in starting now. Defensive side of the ball, definite some strength in there. Thibodeau, I think, is the one that's standing out to me the most. And it it's going to be exciting. So Ritter in Atlanta, when does he get his, his start? You think it's this year? Um, Looking at it now? Looking at it now. I mean, I think you have to – I think you almost have to put him in. I mean, your team's not doing well. Like, what do you have to lose? Get the man some experience. Yeah. Get him out on the field. Put him, put him out there. Let's just see what he can do. And then build from what you can see on the field in an NFL game versus what you've seen out of his college experience. Do not waste the highest ever picked tight end by not giving the guy a quarterback. Pitts, great. I mean, he's... Not looking great this year. Not looking great, but who does he have to throw the ball to him? Right. I mean, just, you got to... guy we all forgot about, just throwing him the ball. Say, what? <laughs> <laughs> guy we all forgot about, all of a sudden comes back. He's now in the NFL as a starting quarterback. So, yeah. And just throwing him the ball. Yeah. And of course he's not looking great. It's, it's just going to, with Atlanta, it's going to be what it's going to be. So, I think you get Ritter in, you get him, you get him going. Um, and until then, you just got the Mariota experience. Yeah. Hey, Hawaii, you got another one. Good on you. <laughs> so, but I, I think that'll do it uh, for this one, James. Yeah, and we will be back on before you guys know it. Absolutely. Well, James... Can't wait to do another one with you.